This is the Good Morning Hamilton podcast on 900 CHML. Toronto Maple Leafs icon Borea Salming scoring goals, racking up points all those years to go, but provided us with some shocking news yesterday. He's revealed that he has been diagnosed with ALS. Welcome back to Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML, and welcome all our friends listening in on 640 Toronto. It's a discussion we rarely have, these these serious illnesses that cripple the body and impact friends and family uh, not only in this country, but around the world. And Borea is just the latest person to be afflicted with Lou Gehrig's disease. Dr. David Taylor is our guest to chat about this. He's the Vice President of Research and Strategic Partnerships at the ALS Society of Canada. Dr. Taylor, good morning. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm good. I, I'm good, yeah. Thanks for coming on to talk about uh, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, more commonly known as ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease. Uh, let's start with the basics. How does it affect the body? Yeah, so our body has living wires called motor neurons that connect our brain to our muscles, and these essentially degenerate, so you end up not being able to tell your muscles to move, so you lack the ability eventually to move, breathe, swallow, and um, uh, speak. Uh, and the breathing part is what makes it, an, unfortunately, a terminal disease. I read once years ago, and I'm not sure this is still the case, but the more you move around, the more you are active, the the worse it gets. Is that is that still hold true? Uh, for ALS, well, it's it's a little more complicated in in the sense that uh, maybe moderate exercise is okay, but uh, we're still sort of inconclusive on what to do. But very very extreme exercise when someone has ALS can 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 be uh, uh, something that may make it worse. It's not really advised. Borea has just been diagnosed. Many others in this country will be as well each and every year. What challenges lie ahead for someone who hears that they have ALS? Well, uh, the disease progresses usually on average around two to five years. Uh, It is a terminal disease um, and it's a devastating disease, but uh, these people should know also that they're not alone. Uh, Organizations like ALS Canada uh, are able to provide direct supports. Uh, we fund the best research in Canada and how it plugs in around the world, and we advocate on, on their behalf and, and certainly can provide the supports and care that they need. Our guest on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML and 640 Toronto is Dr. David Taylor, VP of Research and Strategic Partnerships at the ALS Society of Canada. Are there any warning signs or symptoms? Uh, so not far in advance. We still don't know exactly who's susceptible, except for a small percentage of people who have it really uh, embedded in their family line. Uh, but early symptoms are often weakness uh, and, and, and various other ones that can be really difficult to diagnose, which is why we're working very hard to try to find pathways for earlier diagnosis so that people can get onto standard of care treatments as quick as possible. What is the prevalence of ALS in Canada? Uh, there are about 3,000 people living at any time, but that is sort of underrepresentative of the impact that it has because there are two to three people diagnosed per day in Canada and two to three people sadly pass away. So the number remains kind of uh, stagnant at, at around 3,000 people or so. Is there a general timeline in, in when people um, succumb to ALS? Typically two to five years after diagnosis, but it's very what we call heterogeneous. So some people, unfortunately, will progress very rapidly and can pass away within months to, uh, to a year, and then others uh, may live uh, past the five-year point. And that's the difficulty with this disease, and you will know being a part of the research part of it, is there's so many unanswered questions to ALS. 
Yeah, and, and, and it is very complex. We've come a very long way, but we still have a ways to go. And, and, and the major reason for this is it is working with a fraction of a fraction of the funding of most treatable diseases. And, and it's just so criminally underfunded that, uh, that we haven't been able to get as far as we would like. That's a good point. More, more research is needed. We know that research costs money. How can people, how can our listeners um, help out? Yeah, so we fund the best uh, uh, research in Canada for ALS as well as globally how Canada fits into the the better understanding and treatment of the disease. www.als.ca is a great place to start as well as 1-800-267-4257 if anyone needs support. Um, And certainly donating to ALS research, every dollar matters and we will do the best we can to absolutely put it towards impact. Our guest on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML and 640 Toronto, Dr. David Taylor, the VP of Research and Strategic Partnerships with the ALS Society of Canada, uh, talking about amyotrophic lateral sclerosis or Lou Gehrig's disease, as Toronto Maple Leafs icon Boreas Salming shared the news that he has been diagnosed with it. Let's talk about that research and, and treatments. What is happening right now? Are we on the cusp of maybe making a possible breakthrough in the next few years? So I think it's probably a little more incremental. We can always have a breakthrough at any given time. There are now three therapies that are approved in Canada for ALS. They can have a a modest effect at slowing the progression of the disease. But I think the big piece is that maybe five, ten years ago, there were a handful of companies that were running clinical trials for experimental therapeutics. And now we have hundreds of companies, and that's a testament to how much we have learned in the past several years. And what are the current treatments like? Is it just popping pills, or is it more of that? Uh, so in the case of uh, uh, what we have now, two of them are actually sort of a pill or a tablet. One of them is an intravenous uh, medication, uh, but there is an oral one on the way for that. Uh, but more invasive therapies uh, that may involve uh, certain types of procedures are certainly being worked on and that have some, some considerable promise, at least for some, some people with ALS. I guess the hope is, as sad as it is, that you know a high-profile individual like Borea Salming, an iconic hockey player, has been diagnosed with this disease. But it, it will sh- obviously, with this interview and many more, I'm sure, happening across this country and around the world, is going to shine a light on this disease, and perhaps uh, you guys will get a little more attention, and that criminally underfunded portion of that research dollar will hopefully come. I, I certainly hope so. I grew up idolizing uh, 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 Boris Helming. Uh, I remember the skate cutting the face very, very well as yes. a young child, and uh, um, he's a testament to toughness and uh, means a lot to the city of Toronto as well as the hockey world in general. And uh, hopefully this will bring better awareness to ALS because it certainly needs it, and uh, we will do everything we can to make sure we get there as fast as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Dr. Taylor, appreciate your time today. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having us. That's Dr. David Taylor, Vice President, Research and Strategic Partnerships at the ALS Society of Canada. A tough break for Boreas Salming. He's 71. Our thoughts and prayers are with him. Let's hope he can live out the rest of his days as comfortably as possible. But it is going to be, as he said, a big challenge. Thanks for listening to the Good Morning Hamilton podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday mornings from 530 to 9 on 900 CHML and online at 900CHML.com.